Welcome to your effing 40s. I'm Leon McLeod. Thanks for joining us. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back, you guys. This is show 80. And I have a couple guests with me, and I'm looking forward to introducing you. We are doing quite well with our talent agency, which is awesome. We, me. <laughs> uh, I was going to stick with uh, DLC, but I think we're going to, because I'm an associate, I think it's going to, effing 40 seems to have the catch and people know who it is. So we're going to stick with the brand. So the whole company will be based on talent and business and networking. And I'm just pretty excited right now to talk to all of you about it and introduce you to people who are in the music business as well as they do a million other things. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy this year and I will see you next show. I guess you'll hear me. You won't see me because I hate video, but come out to my shows. If you're in Calgary, I've got them at the Brickwall Tap House once a month. Take a look online on effing forties and yeah, support your local talent. I'm bringing in like three bands at a time if I can and original bands reach out to me, please. And yeah, and, 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 and enjoy this show. Your effing 40s is sponsored by Comedy Tuesday Night, Tracks VR, John William Wade, Claudia Santiago, Bucket Brigade Recording Studios, DLC Entertainment Services, Township Cleaning Company, and Soulmate Shoes Inc. Welcome back, you guys. I am here with Roger from Compulsive Acts. And uh, Roger, hi, Roger. Hi, Leanne. So, uh, Roger, what do you do other than music? Let's start with that. Oh, let's see. Well, I have a day job, which uh, enables me to uh, pay for all the equipment that I need to play music. <laughs> I work right downtown uh, with a oil and gas company. And uh, my specialty is uh, information technology. That's neat. And that's like your day job. And then you do music in between all that. Yes. Yeah. I've played music since I was in high school. So yeah, it, it's been a lifelong passion for me. And are we allowed to ask how old you are? <laughs> I do this every yeah. show. <laughs> well, I know the, the podcast is the F and forties. I'm in my F and fifties. Well, there you go. So you're not that far <laughs> off. No, no. Well, I still, uh, I still act like I'm a teenager, so I don't know if that accounts for anything. No, I think we all do at one point. <laughs> I d I've decided this is my new adolescence, definitely. So what is your passion for music? Like, what types of music do you play? It's funny, I, I play it all type. As a musician, you, you, you find a love of all kinds of music because there's, there's always something, there's some spirit to music it really doesn't matter what the genre is i mean we all obviously have our preferred genres but really i think as a musician you can you can find a love in in all all types of music but uh, you know obviously uh, the band plays rock and roll so growing up in the 70s and the 80s that was the big thing was was rock and roll i also had an interesting experience i remember my parents went to see the movie american graffiti and they brought home a big double album soundtrack to the movie. And uh, and I fell in love with the 50s music. So, you know, I, I sort of love rockabilly and, and that old rock and roll as well. But being from the uh, Maritimes, uh, I actually played in uh, Celtic bands as well. Yeah, you do book some for that. 
You did one New Year's yeah. blowers, yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. There, there was a time there, sort of in my late teens, early twenties, that I, I really embraced the uh, the Celtic scene out in the East Coast, and a lot of great bands, as you know, came out of there uh, playing uh, fast-paced music with a Celtic bend. So it really, uh, it really appealed to me. How long you, has your band been together? That's a good question, actually. Eh? This band, Compulsive Acts, has been together since uh, 2015. Oh, so, wow. we, yeah, we've been uh, playing together quite a while. We've had some, you know, personnel swap in and swap out, uh, sort of like a tag team and wrestling type of thing. But, yeah, the the uh, the founding of the band was 2015. It's hard to believe. I, I, I thought you may have asked that question. So I actually went back and looked up. Our first gig was in October of 2015 down in uh, Bowness. That's crazy. So you guys have been together for a while. That's pretty good, actually, going through COVID and not breaking up, because there was a lot of bands that just ended. It is, and we tried to sort of keep busy. You know, obviously, there was a lot of everything was shut down and things. But we did manage to play uh, three or four outdoor gigs. That was really nice, and and people were all masked and socially distanced and stuff. Uh, We played in uh, a couple communities and... and, uh, couple parking lot gigs so it was really all we could do to sort of uh stay busy and keep the music so you don't keep get the music alive people <laughs> well exactly because we couldn't even get together to rehearse right, we, right. you know because uh, so uh, it was really important to, to come together for those gigs and sort of reintroduce ourselves to each other <laughs> so without rehearsing how was that well, you know, again, like we uh, like we talked about, uh, the band been together since uh, uh, 2015. So, you know, we had a, a lot of material that we'd already, you know, had to ton of rehearsal in. So, yeah, we had to knock the rust off a little bit. But uh, I think all in all, you know, you, you get playing, especially with uh, with the high quality, uh, high caliber musicians, and it, it doesn't take too long to sort of get the, the synchronicity back. It must feel good to get back, like with crowds and stuff like that again, eh? It is. So the last big gig we had, uh, of course, was New Year's at Blowers, and the crowd was great. You know, they were right into it again. Probably, you know, we we played uh, uh, before then, but this was the first time you sort of see people get back together with with very few reservations and and have a full dance floor and and uh, and people just partying. It, it was the greatest greatest experience. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I was in like I was at McLeod's. Yeah, I'm always somewhere, but <laughs> I try and get to people's places. But it's like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you know, even as you know, coming out of COVID the last year or so, it's, you know, it, it has been slow. And boy, I, my heart really goes out to the bar and the bar staff uh, because people, I think, have still been reluctant to, to go back in. But uh, I think we've turned the corner now, certainly with uh, with New Year's. I mean, it, it's just been, a, you know, hopefully people are, are going back in and supporting live music again. We had an awesome weekend at the other venues. Like awesome, even New Year's, like they were New yeah. Year's. Uh, cranked was at Owl, the Owl, and it was packed. Mm-hmm. So it, it's good to see all you people. guys playing again, and it's you mm-hmm. know, and the music community is like very, very tight, which is insane. It is. It, um, it's like a it family. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It, it it really is, and especially if you you go to the jams and and you know uh, people 
a lot of the musicians that have been playing all know each other or know of each other. Um, you know, um, yeah, it, it really is a tight knit community. I'm pretty blessed to be involved in it. Like it's, I had to push my way in there, but that's okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like, I'm coming, <laughs> but, and, uh, You're welcome. and I, yeah. And, uh, I'm lucky that I get to book bands like you. Uh, I never oh, have a complaint at all. And that, that to me is big and you guys market yourself. And that's, I, th I think another thing, like we talked to a couple industry specialists lately on the show and we were talking about, like if you're going to have a band, it's like a business and you have to treat it like one nowadays because entertainment's changed. Right. And I think a lot of the young upcoming people, you need to learn how to do your business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've, we've, you know, our philosophy has been, it, it is a business first and foremost, you know, you can't, you know, I, I, I don't know how it was back, you know, in the old days or whatnot, but, you know, the bars and the, the employers that are hiring you are expecting you to, you to show up on time, treat your business professionally, and more importantly, caretake the crowd. This is their, their um, patrons. This is, this is the people that support their business. So they don't want to fool around with that. So you better treat them right and you better show, show respect and, and show them a good time. Yeah. Or is it That's from the wise? Yeah, it's it's a big deal now because I think that coming out of COVID, a lot of stuff, you know, people being caged, there's a lot of caged manners. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's getting back into it. And people have to realize, too, is the music scene in Calgary has changed drastically. And yes, it's uh, you you need to market. And it's important because everybody needs to do it. Right. Like not just the artists, the, the venues as well. And that's what we push for now. And, you know, as a facilitator watching it, it's really neat the way it's changed. But now I see people actually starting to treat their bands like it's a business and realize that it's not something you just go play. You're not to dare to jam when you're hired. Right. Right. And that's a big oh, thing. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, you're right on with that. It, it, like I said, it's uh, a lot of people don't realize about the music business. As you say, it, it's a business and the people that support the business the patrons and, and the, the employers and the bars, you know, they have a lot of choice. And, and especially now, as we talked about coming out of the pandemic, people are a little bit more selective of where they go and, and how they want to spend their money. So, you know, the, the bars want the best bands and they want people, those bands to have a good reflection on the bar. That's what makes uh, the business at the bar. And that's what makes, uh, you know, that's what makes a good time for everybody. If, uh, if, if you don't take care of that, if you don't treat it as, as a business, I mean, we all show up to have fun. I mean, it's a night out of the bar. Who's yeah. not going to have fun? Exactly. You know, you have good music and, and things like that, but you, you can't ever forget that underlying, you know, you're there to represent the band and you're there to represent the business and, and you're there to make sure that everybody has a good time and uh, stays a little longer to, to have a couple more drinks. And keep your pants on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear something? About me that I, I don't know. know. Are you stripping down again? Um, yeah. So I get to work with these really cool guys, everybody. And you need, what links can people find you at? And like, where you always say where you at, you guys are going, right? 
Yeah, yeah. We're on Facebook. You can just look us up, Compulsive Acts, on Facebook. It's a very unique name. So we're usually the the very first hit that you get in Google or the very first hit you get in Facebook. And that's predominantly where we... We advertise all of our gigs and, and things like that. I'm afraid we don't, uh, you know, we don't have Twitter or Instagram. We, we try to drive everybody to Facebook. Again, we're, we're like a, a homespun business. So uh, we, we try to focus uh, our efforts on, uh, on a particular platform. Nice. Yeah, I do mostly Facebook. I, I did try the TikTok and I, I don't know, like I just, I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time with it. I do. I just, I don't know. It's just a little bit weird sometimes. And I'm not a big fan of video, right? So that for me, I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather see you, I'd rather see somebody live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I know exactly what you mean. It's, uh, but it, it seems to be, again, it, it's not knowing your audience, knowing your target audience and things like that. And I, I think most people uh, sort of in our age bracket are, are more, Facebook and TikTok or, or some of those, or, you know, they do them all anyway, but uh, I don't know. I have some female friends that are like regressing. They're always uh, on TikTok. Oh, okay. like, Did you see my TikTok? I'm like, I don't have, I'm sitting watch your TikTok. I love you guys, but come on. I don't have time. If I had a camera now, however, if I had a GoPro cam, we've talked about this where it needs to follow me around during the day, that should be entertainment all day, but I don't do it. But uh, yeah, I Go I'm ahead. not a good enough dancer for TikTok. I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't get into it. <laughs> and when people are like, did you see my duet? I'm like, you lip synced. <laughs> You're talking. Yeah. It's hard for somebody who books live music to say, I just watched you lip sync the song. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. God. And, and I found I, the, I, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I just, it just cracks me up. I just, I love it because other people are into it. But for me, I'm like, I don't get it. But. Well, I had the line. I saw the uh, funniest meme on Facebook the other day, and it, it had a picture of Millie, Millie Vanilli on it. And they were looking at TikTok, and, and they said, you know, you guys are lip syncing just like us. That's awesome. <laughs> and funny. people are getting famous doing it. That's what I don't get. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know about that either, but it's... They're making like money doing it. Uh, are they really? Yeah. Yeah, wow, sponsors and everything. You know how hard I've been trying to get sponsors? <laughs> like, I bust my hump to get a sponsor for this show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, they're just being handed money. And that's why I was wow. like, oh, you need to do TikTok. I'm like, no, because I'm like a handicapped person on camera, and I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> like, I, well, I, how, like, I just yeah. don't get it. Like, they're actually, they contact them, and people pay them to endorse their products. I've been trying to do that for months. So wow, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I I guess it. Uh, I may have to uh, reevaluate, but uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that. See, at least with Facebook, it's there's information. There's yeah, and maybe I'm just ignorant, but it just it seems to me that you, it's a place to go for information. You can connect with old friends. Like it was great. I have reconnected with people I haven't seen since I was, you know, in high school and things on Facebook. And you can just sort of keep in touch a little bit at arm's length. But uh, but more than that, you can sort of see the bands and the bands post the pictures and the videos and where they're playing and uh, where I, I just don't get the sense that some of these other social media sort of is, is informational like that. It's more, look at me in the moment I'm going to, you know, do it 
lip sync for you or something, which, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sure may entertain their, their friends. Or I just can't imagine that it's, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I can't find I that interesting. Get it. I don't know how you make money off of doing that or fashion and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but anybody could put that on or put that together. Well, I guess some people are better at it than most, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I guess so. the world's yeah. changed and it's weird. And I'm like, my, you know, my female friends who are older than me are doing it. Did you see my TikTok? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then they send it to me and they make me watch it. Like they'll send it to my message and I'll open. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's excellent. Like I said, I love them and they've got a huge following, like huge, like hundred thousand people. Some of them. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, cool. I don't know. I, yeah. just, I don't no. know. Our, 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 I mean, our show has a following, but that's because we're on every platform. That's different. Um, yeah, yeah but exactly. video i don't know it's kind of yeah yeah so i'm i'm it's a different world now and so what uh they find you on facebook under compulsive acts yeah and uh where's your next show because this is going out in two weeks okay probably the next the big next big show that we're getting ready for is uh, st patrick's day at the lincoln Owl. Yeah, um, run yeah uh, March 17th and 18th and with a last name like Finnegan you know I'm gonna put on a big party that's awesome so you guys yeah. get down there and Roger thank you for you know giving me your time and talking to me tonight and I look forward to doing lots of business with you perfect me too thanks Leanne you have a great night thank you hey guys this is Shannon George and what is it Yerza 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 sorry I am horrible <laughs> with names Shannon um let's talk about what you like first off how old are you because I ask everybody that how old am I yeah 44 44 okay and uh, uh soon to be 45 nice and then after that it's downhill I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah yeah no don't look that far ahead no well, I'm 46, so I'm no longer oh. classified as middle-aged, as my mother says. So You're still in the middle. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> it's like that cusp of, like, where do I go from? No, and I already know where I'm going. So anyways, I, um, thanks for joining me tonight. And I just want to talk about, like, what do you do for a living? Like, that's how we met, basically. Well, it was your children's band as well, but. Yeah. So uh, we met through the love of music, I guess, then. Absolutely. I do have a little side business where I do some selling of records, rehoming. And then... So generally thrifting for them, that type of thing. Okay. And you do that like quite a bit though. I've seen in like your, you collect quite a few. Yeah. So do some sales online, of course, on Facebook. And then um, there are in-person meetups. Uh, which gives you a good opportunity to do that. Like lots of auctions, you know? And so where do Trade you up. look for these? Like, where do you find them? Mm, it, so it's ever kind of changing because there's a lot more people digging nowadays. Generally it would be through like marketplace or Kijiji or in the better weather month yard sales. Okay. Yeah. Garage sales yep. as well, I guess. Eh? Yep. Um, all that type of stuff. And then there's like some auction house places that you can find some, even like sometimes you can do 
like good one-off deals at like winners or weird places like that. Those would be new ones, but mostly the ones I see are used. Nice. And then you have a club as well, right? Like, is it not just the sales? I always miss everything because I'm always busy. Yeah, it's like a little group called the Vinyl Vixens, all female on it. Pretty much have people all across Canada. The ladies that are on the admin side with me range from Nova Scotia to Vancouver. And uh, we just do sales on there and have some like live events. And there's actually like a really big community out there. For our old records. Yeah. Yeah. Old and new and just like in general. Nice. And so what brought you to like decide to do this? Oh, um, just always loved music. And then started, we, my husband and I bought a record player and then we just slowly started collecting them and then just getting, as you start finding them and getting into it more and more, then we found like a local group that does bi-weekly meetups. Cool. So it just kind of grew that way. Who's the musician? Just there's just your son in the family or are you also in it? Yeah. Just him? No, I don't do anything. When I was a kid, I took piano lessons, but that's it. Yeah, just Zach. Is he still playing? He's still playing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They just got a new drummer. That's what And <sighs> yeah. So they actually have a gig on the 29th and that's his 18th birthday. So that's kind of exciting for him. What day is the 29th? That's Sunday. Oh. They're uh, part of the big winter classic. Oh, for the metal stuff? No, winter classic. Are they in the competition? They were in a punk competition in Red Deer recently. Oh, yeah, because they're classified more as punk, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they totally have morphed really punk. And everybody, like every player's, like he's in Calgary. And then where's the drummer? Is the drummer also in Calgary? Yep, the oh. drummer's in Calgary as well, and then Aaron is in High River. Right, and how did this all form? Like, how do how you're a band mom? How does that go? It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely seen some bands that I wouldn't have normally seen or known about, so I found all that fun. Um, it was busy because when they were a bit younger, you know, you're always doing the driving. Yeah. I knew Aaron's mom through another organization called Boxer Rescue Canada, which we were both part of. And what is and that? that's it's run by a lady in Alberta and basically they take in specifically boxers for the most part that need rehoming or if people have to surrender them. Um, they'll take them in, foster them, assess them. If they need medical attention, they will get them at, and it's all volunteer based. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we were part of that and that's how I knew Martha. And then when I saw like Zach was getting into music and they had the band going out there and then all of a sudden they were looking for someone. So it just sort of worked out that way. That's awesome. And then being a band mom, like what goes on in that? Like what's, I guess they kind of take everything now. Like they're all driving, aren't they now? Um, one of them's driving. Zach has to get, take his test. So he's just learners right now. Aaron doesn't drive yet. Um, so basically, yeah, you're like going to all the shows, all the practices. <laughs> um, you're part of the band, but you're not in the band, you know? Do you make, do they say thank you, mom, every show? 
Yeah, they're good. They're they're good kids, and Zach's always been very appreciative. And it actually gave us a lot of time together that maybe we wouldn't have had because I have two other kids. Yeah. How old are the other so, kids? Are they younger? Um, thirteen and ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember them at the beggar, and I remember all the yeah. mothers. I got a kick out of it. So, what else do you do <laughs> other than just the record thing? So I'm the general manager right now at Double Dutch Cannabis. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm also the accountant at a company called the Canadian Cannabis Exchange. Holy moly. You so have... that's like my full-time work. <laughs> wow. So are you mostly like you're not in the store anymore? Or are you still managing the store and doing that? Yeah. So I work in the store three days a week. And then the other two days, I'm at the other location for the exchange. Wow. That's a lot. And yeah, three kids and busy. travel. <laughs> yeah, try to, right? Good, good. So, uh, like, what what else do you like to do? Like, what's your favorite thing in your 40s that you find? Because we don't talk a lot about that. Because most of the time lately, I've had people who are either way older or way younger. I just find my 40s have been like the true me. Yeah. In every way, like from doing anything from following the moon phases, like whatever I'm doing. There's that type of stuff, like just out walking with the dog, being in nature, taking notes, you know, just really trying to do stuff that I care about. And reflect kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and try to grow and try to help other people. Nice. Well, that's what we're all about. So we do network. So whereabouts is your store if people want to stop by and buy some weed? Oh, I would <laughs> love to see some people come by and mention oh, sorry, that they heard it on this. Yes. We are in Haysboro Plaza, so that's on Elbow Drive. Okay. It's like 9120 Elbow Drive, I believe. Okay. And then I thought you were at the one down in Deer Run. That's changed. I was there. Actually, the owner of Double Dutch came. We had met before in the industry, and he was planning on opening Double Dutch, and he asked me if I would come and be the general manager. And um, just like with benefits and stuff, it was a no-brainer, you know, yeah. with a husband and, and kids. Yeah, I get it. Well, I don't have yeah, a kid, so. but I get the benefits is very important. Yeah. Like, extremely. Yeah. My husband's also like type 1 diabetic. So it was just kind of like the one thing that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy here because Monica, the owner of Celestial Buds, is lovely. But I uh, needed that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what it, I think that's what it is about, you know, in your 40s is taking care of you. Yeah. And recognizing the things that maybe you didn't care about earlier in your life, but now you're like, okay, that does sway my decision now. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you on that. That was a good analogy. Oh. You're the first person I've asked that in a while. Cause nobody, everybody's like, I don't know. Oh no. Nice. And then I'm like the 50 year olds that are like, I don't remember my forties. I'm like, what do you mean? You're like 51. So oh, really? some, oh, some of them. Yeah. The guys yeah. in their sixties always remember their forties. <laughs> <laughs> like Frank DeVille at a Hollywood. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm 64. So is there a website for your product or? For the Double Dutch? Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a website. I do believe it's 
doubledutchcannabis.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook. And then your record thing, is, that, is there a website for that or is it just the Facebook stuff? Just Facebook and Instagram, Donald Dixon Sugar Shack. Okay, so there you go, guys. <laughs> Take a look at that. And I want to thank you for joining me tonight. I know it was yeah, a lot. Thank you for having me. And uh, I look forward to one day seeing you with the boys. And now that they're 18, yes. that'll make it a lot easier. Are they? Yeah, you might now? see Zach and I. No, just Zach's going to be the first one, but you might see us. I'll definitely come and say hi if we pop up to one of your live music things. That would be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, come say hi to me. And you guys, thanks. You know, enjoy the show and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks okay. so much, Leanne. Have, Have a, a great, great night. night. Bye-bye. This is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> That's my temper oh. belt. <laughs> so welcome, Wanda Shipman, to the effing 40s. Well, hello. <laughs> so Wanda and I met, how did I really meet you? Just, I guess, through the entertainment industry at this point now. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember when, but, uh, yeah, we are uh, talking and we've been booking and I'm kind of excited to hear what you do for a living. What I do for a living. I do all kinds of things for a living. Let's talk about my gig. My main gig, I would have to say is manager at the border crossing would be my main gig. So I'm obviously the manager and look after staff and such. I do all the band hiring and make sure that everybody's happy. And that's my main gig. Nice. And then what else? You have a business, right? I do have a business. I have a business that I paint houses for a living. And it's called WW Painting. So um, mostly interior work more than anything else. So I don't do too many exteriors. It's mostly interior. I've been doing that for for years. And due to COVID, um, I came back at it a little more full force because the service industry kind of shut down on us all. So we didn't really have jobs. So I went back to painting because everybody wanted their house painted during COVID. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I was crazy busy. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw some of your posts. There was a lot of posts. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. did a nice job, though. Well, thank you. Thank you. From what I can see. Yeah. It it was, like I said, like it was crazy. Like just everybody, I guess everybody was staying home and they're like looking around their houses and they're going, oh, my God, I got to change this. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I got lots of calls. (laughs) Now you're back in the service industry, obviously. And what's it like now? The, the painting the houses? Yeah. Um, I'm still, actually, I'm still really busy um, because of the COVID thing and painting. A lot of people, like my name got out there pretty strong. So um, I still am pretty busy. So basically I work like at the border crossing, what, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And then my painting usually happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday during the day. Holy. And then when I'm not doing that, I know I'm a busy girl. <laughs> And, and when that's not happening, <laughs> I play in two bands. Two. I have Black Roses. Oh, my God. Two. I two. Good Lord. What, wait, there's more. Yeah. She's like an infomercial. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I have Black Roses, um, which is with uh, K. Mel's, Lori Milks, Chris Mike, Andrew Smith. And that's like a rock band. And then I have one called FTS. It's more kind of a rockabilly Thing. We've just been doing the um, 
the rockabilly jams at the border crossing. So we only play there like once a month. Um, oh, okay. Usually like three till three till seven. Yeah. We just had our first one there for because it hasn't been for a long time and it was fantastic. Oh, and that's on a Sunday? No, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So, yeah. So the border crossing. So we started doing the blues. Now we have the blues for three Saturdays every, every month. And then the last Saturday of the month is my band FTS and we do the rockabilly jam. Cool. Yeah. That's- and then besides that, I make buttons for bands and everybody else and anything or you can put anything you want on a button. So, yes, you can. and then I also, I also sew for people as well. What? Uh, yes. Oh my good lord. <laughs> well, I, I have a dress <laughs> that needs to be taken in. Just so you know, I know who I'm coming to now because I can't sew. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, like, what have you, this has been your whole entire career type thing? Like, what have you done in the past? Has it just been this way the whole way through? When I lived in Ontario, I used to work with, called it CAS. Mm-hmm. So I used to work in one of the private schools. They were called Section 27. Um, and that was children with all kinds of things. Like some of them had Tourette syndrome. Some of them, there was all different things, all different things. So I worked in the section 27 school with them. And then as well, I used to foster some of the children. So I would take them like for a weekend to give the group home a break kind of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I did. I did that for a few years when I was in Ontario before I moved out here to Alberta. I've been in Alberta now. I think it's about 17 years, I think. Oh, wow. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So <clears throat> since, so when you moved here, you just started uh, working at the bar then, or were you doing the painting? First? No, actually, when I moved here, I was working at the airport. At the airport? Um, like multitask? I worked, <laughs> yeah, I worked at the airport uh, for a company called Canadian North that flies all the guys up to the rigs. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, so I worked with them for quite a few years, and... Then I just eventually became more and more and more into the music industry. I started out actually um, hosting karaoke. <laughs> that's awesome. That's I how I got karaoke. to meet. Yeah, that, well, that's how I got to meet a lot of the musicians that I, you know, when I first moved here. That's how I kind of hooked up with everybody, got to meet everybody, and yeah, it was kind of cool. That is really cool. So you've done quite a few things. So yes, I have. <laughs> have you always played music then? I took piano lessons when I was probably about 12 um and then I kind of faded away from it and then my brother actually had a band when I was 15 and his bass player quit so he handed me a bass guitar and said guess what you're now our bass player and I'm like but I don't know how to play a bass (laughs) (laughs) I play piano and he goes I don't care you're gonna learn how to play the bass (laughs) that's awesome that kind of what started it all that's right (laughs) you know and not a lot of females play bass so I know. Yeah. And I should do it more. Like I, I like I front both of the bands that I'm in. Like I, I do the front. I don't play bass in them. And I like, I have, you know, I have basses and amps and everything and I should get into it more. I just have to kick myself in the butt. <laughs> so how long have you been like doing the bands thing then? Like for a while now? You mean playing in bands? Yeah. Well, since I was 16, I guess you would say like, since I started with my brother and then like over the years, I've been in different bands and, um, and then, like I said, I moved out to Calgary here. So I kind of got away from everything and then got into karaoke here. And that's how I started meeting musicians here in Calgary. And that's kind of how I got back into it. That's really yeah. cool. 
Uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's some very amazing like uh, this this community for music people is amazing. I have never seen is. such a family in my life. It's very I know it's a, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I know like they just had Allison's memorial and I I couldn't attend unfortunately cuz I was working but I heard that it was absolutely beautiful. Oh, I went there just to pay my respects. Darcy and I showed up. Yeah, we did show up. Cause, yeah. cause, you know, we we support everybody. And yeah, we felt yeah. that we uh, had better show up. We didn't stay long, but we did. We did show up. Yeah, so. yeah. I was there in heart. Yes. <laughs> well, I think you know, just because we're in the industry, and a lot of these guys that we like work work with, right? We contract out and stuff. Yeah. So it's important for us to show that we care. We're trying Absolutely. to be that those people now. <laughs> those yeah. People. Well, you guys are anyways. You're not trying. You already were. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I, I saw your band. I didn't get to see your band. I've seen your band at McLeod's, and that's, I was always wanting to book you, and I was really excited when we got you on stage at Brickwall. You guys rocked it. Oh, I was excited about that, too. That was a great show. That was a, it's a great room to play in, like, fantastic room to play in. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing venue. It's a lot of fun. It was yeah. my first time doing the podcast last Friday, and that was crazy. Was it? Yeah. Well, guess what? You're going to be doing more of those. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not letting any secrets out yet. <laughs> well, now I'm excited. This has been the best day ever. I had uh, the director. Was it the producer of YYC uh, Calgary Music Awards? Reach out to me today, and he wants oh, an nice. interview with the effing Forties, and he wants to book Excellent. his band. And they want to talk to me about YYC Music Awards. So I'm kind of stoked That's about awesome. this. Yeah. So That's so awesome. I love this for you. Yeah. Well, it also helps everybody else. <laughs> That's the way I see it, you know, because I can put yeah. bands in there and stuff is what my goal is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I told you or not that I've got, uh, I've got a couple of fundraisers that are coming up in March, eh? Okay. So I've got one March the 11th. They're both being held at the border crossing. Um, so March the 11th, I have one that's coming up and it's called women of rock. And we start at two o'clock in the afternoon. We go till midnight and I've got about 12 bands that are going to be playing in that. And every band has to have a female player. Okay. So if anybody hears this and they want to reach out, I can maybe squeeze a couple other bands in there. So what I'm doing is, is the fundraiser is for, it's a, it's a private charity and it's called helping families with cancer. Okay. So what these guys do is they help the families, like they pay the parking fees at the hospital. They give them gas vouchers. Um, if you know, because like, I mean, it can get pretty expensive when you have a child in the hospital. Right. And sometimes yeah. it's long term, they help with bills that are exceedingly need to be paid kind of thing. So like if you have an NMAX bill and it, you haven't been able to take care of it, they will take care of that or pay your rent for a month. Like they help in, such a great capacity. It's just amazing. Um, last year alone, I believe they put out about a million dollars in helping people with That's this charity. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so the fundraiser that we're holding on March the 11th, monies will be going to them. Uh, we're charging $10 a ticket, which you can get at the border crossing, or you can get from one of the bands that are going to be playing in the show. And then I'm doing another one on March 24th. And there's three bands that are playing three absolutely amazing party bands. I'm going to blow myself up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Toxic is one of the bands, oh, which are sweet. absolutely fantastic. I finally got Black to see them yesterday. Aren't they good? Oh, They're my God. They're so incredibly good. Yeah. So there will also be Black Roses will be there as well and putting on the foil. So it's going to be a really good party. And that one is also $10 to attend. And the monies, again, will be going to the same cause. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, this show will be out before that. This show goes out in a couple weeks. So that works out well. Excellent. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about both of those. I'm so excited about them. Congratulations. That's awesome. I can't see the 24th one. I can come to the February 11th one, I think. All right. Because 24th, I'm on stage again with three more bands. Okay. Yeah. So Stonegate is coming on the show, which is like the first time I've actually tried to convince these guys to be there. So I'm excited. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So we've got some big stuff coming. Wanda and I are working on some things. I'm not telling you what, but she has a dress that I am getting most of the bands that I see to sign right now. So that will be something that we'll be auctioning off as soon as we get some more signatures on there because I decided to have the whole dress signed. That's right. And ladies, it's a very, very sexy black roses dress. (laughs) With silver and bronze on it. It's really pretty. Nice. Even with the signatures. (laughs) But uh, where can they find the band's um, links? The band link, I have just a Facebook link is all, all that I have. Um, I don't have a website or anything like that for the band. I don't know if I can. Uh, let me just see what I can find for you right now. Give me two seconds here. Let me just find it. I mean, if you don't, that's okay. People can private message me and I can send them your way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll have to get back together and talk about everything and how the charities went. And then we'll, we can release probably whatever news we have for later on. Yes. And we've got exciting news. I'm excited <laughs> about this. Okay. Well, let me know. Yes. And I'm going to let you okay. go. And I will let you know when this comes out. And I will see you soon. Okay. All okay. right. Give me a call in a bit. Okay. I will. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> 